Hello and welcome to the Racing Journey, a podcast about all things Formula Student, everything from technical engineering, management, stories, and experiences in the world of building a Formula Student race car. My name is Pranay Kethaneni, captain of Veloster Racing, and let's get started with today's episode. Today we have with us Stephen Brins, the founding member of Veloster Racing in 2015. He's one of the smartest and the most dedicated person I ever know. And welcome to the show, Stephen. Thank you for having me, Pranay. So, how have you been? How was your first week of uh, 2021? 2021 has been good so far. Uh, got a lot of plans for this year. Hoping to do my masters. So, nice. yeah, it's going on. So, yeah, uh, for those who don't know who Stephen is, he uh, started uh, in mechanical engineering in Ramaya in 2015 and graduated in 2019. Uh, he was one of the first members who created Velocita, and he'll be talking us through about the backstory, how it started, what were their goals, and how it all, how Velocita Racing became Velocita Racing. It is as we know of now. So before that, let's see what Steven is as a person. So what do you like? What are your interests, Steven? So obviously, I'm here because I like cars a lot. Purely like cars. Um. Off late, I have gotten a lot into philosophy. Uh, nice. Might be a strange uh, obsession, one might think, but yeah, it's like a, it's just something I picked up towards the third year, fourth year of my engineering. When you get a little more free time. Right. Um, <laughs> free time. I like playing the guitar. I like running. Yeah. That's something else that I started around third year. Nice. Yeah. So these are a couple of my interests. Uh, the thing. The thing that links both of us together is basically yeah, cars, cars. Obviously. So, yeah. uh, knowing you and for people who don't know, so he's a big JDM head. And uh, what's your favorite car ever that came out of Japan? My favorite one. It has to be the Supra. I know there's a lot of hype around it, and people don't like it now because of you of know that too much hype. Boy, hype. Exactly. So it's like. I understand that. I know it's gone a little bit overboard, probably, but it's the car that I first fell in love with. Yeah, and so uh, there's that initial connection that I can't drop. But over time, yeah, I have to say, like a little bit of my interest in the Supra has dropped, and I have gained some interest in other cars. But I can't lose my. initial touch the roots that. the yeah. roots for the 2JZ engine exactly. that caught your attention exactly yeah so that's how seven is he's into cars that's all that's i think that's the most majority of our audience so let's get started uh let's go with the first uh, topic i wanted to discuss what is the story behind velocity racing how did it start everything about it okay so we're going to have to go a long way back so we started around october in 2015 um it was just a couple of us guys hanging out in the medical canteen um the common thing between all of us was that we like cars that's the only thing <laughs> the common shared interest we started having lunch together and a close friend of mine abhishek menon mm. he went on to become the captain of the team he was the one that first came up with this idea 
he had a brother who uh, was part of the formula student team in uh, vit hmm. and uh, abhishek was a petrol head himself his brother was one he had he heard a lot about the activities that his brother was a part of he knew that it was possible to build a car uh in college i was not even aware of these competitions at that point of time hmm. so he's the one who first came up with the idea and he was like you know what you know who's in who wants to do this and uh, all of us again being big fans of cars we were like yeah i mean we want to do this the thing is you come to college from school and especially you know till 12th grade like what are your outlets even if you like cars what are you going to do about it you can watch youtube videos you can watch all the engineering explained videos you want you can watch all the top tier episodes you want all that's doing you doing to you is creating a lot of curiosity motor curiosity and motivation to do something but you can't really get your hands dirty in school Hmm. Yeah, you know, tenth grade board exams, twelfth grade board exams. What are you <laughs> going to do about your car passion? Here we are now, first year, college life. You're free, things to do, and someone's like, "Let's build a car." There's nothing stopping that energy. Like you're just coming pumped from school, and you want to build a car. So we had all all the motivation in the world, and the first goal initially was. as i told you before we wanted to start with the formula student car hmm we had a few criteria for our first team hmm it had to be all freshers <laughs> okay. uh the reason for that was we really wanted to um set up the team and build the car and learn to build the car and go through with that process entirely on our own without any spoon feeding we felt like there would be more in it for us if we really started from scratch mm. and really went through the process of starting it on our own so which is why we did not want to join any other team with seniors mm. and i told you with our hype and energy we directly aimed for the formula student competition we got a hold of all the rule books we got a hold of like a couple of cad models for the engine i remember discussing 600 cc engines like it was so much hype and going maybe, through the rule book if it's a team's dream to get a the biggest possible engine out there exactly so you have to keep in mind again we are fresh out of school and we are in that mentality we've not learned <laughs> about the practicalities of sourcing things and you know last minute you know, you know these things you don't even get it here in the market like how, how are you going to source it hmm. sooner uh, it's quite soon we figured that we'd bit off more than we could chew <laughs> uh, this was going to be way too difficult for freshers we had no previous design or even we didn't even fail once to re- to have a reference to even have a failure to refer to yes so uh what we then decided to do was there were go kart competitions mm. a go kart is not exactly a formula student car but close enough uh, you it's could say uh, it's a good start uh 
especially after seeing the extent to which it would be it would have been uh, putting effort for a formula student car doing a go kart itself for us as freshers i thought you know would be really challenging mm. and, and and it was um yeah so that's the initial story of how we started and we went on to build our first go kart yes so for people who don't know that's how velocity started the first project velocity ever took over was the go kart and yeah they did participate in an event called nkrc national karting championship is that right and it was held in bhopal oh yeah kolhapur so uh yeah so like you were talking about something about your criterias for your team so what do you think made the first team of velocity racing unique so again as i said we didn't want any uh, seniors in the team mm-hmm. so our main criteria was looking out for people who were who were interested in cars who were motivated they had to have some kind of drive and they had to be you know people we knew because at that point of time again uh, as i said your freshers you don't really know how uh, publicizing in college works mm-hmm. you see other people doing it but you really have no idea how you yourself as a fresher get to do any of this mm. so we just spoke to a couple of our friends in other classes um we found people who were interested motivated and i will probably touch upon this later uh, but at a certain point of time we also considered uh as a first time team and having never done this before we were concerned about budget mm. and how it would work out splitting between people so the more people you have the easier it becomes on the uh, person, per person individual person yeah an individual person that perhaps should be a criteria that you give weight to only if it's really critical mm. don't take that as the criteria uh straight away because you might end up yeah you might end up taking people into the team that uh, you may regret later on <laughs> um so uh, it's better you if that's a if it's very critical and you really need it for the success of the car then okay go ahead if that's really critical and if that's your last option but otherwise i would suggest you not you know not going that route just find people who are motivated who have some self drive to do something in college hmm that would be the main takeaway i would say hmm so coming to what happened at the event so i would i want you to talk a little bit about the first time ever designing something yourself and the process what what it got us for velocity in the end all right so the first thing i'll say uh, straight outright about our first go kart is it was very over designed it was built like a tank <laughs> that's it, a usual <laughs> go to line built like a tank built like a tank yeah um in fact it was so over designed <laughs> that we found it difficult uh to scrap it later because <laughs> wow. we had to like uh, yeah we had to like cut up the parts and all that that process was so difficult in like tearing the thing down <laughs> um 
the reason why it was over designed um i don't really fault our team for that because uh, as i told you we were all noobs at that point of time um and uh since i had taken the lead of the design my criteria at that point of time i think is just a natural inclination of mine i need to see the justification for any given design that you have hmm i found i my belief was that it's that that's the only way it should be done i have later come to realize that you know that's that does not necessarily work always <laughs> and perhaps it's not the best choice approach um all the time uh sometimes it's just it's just going to force you to do stuff that won't work out but at that point of time as fresh was like the simple example again is always our axle it was a mm-hmm. monster a 40 mm solid axle the reason we ended up with that 40 mm is because i needed to see the math working out for it and as a fresher pulling out some random machine design textbook getting out a shaft equation you have no idea when you're a fresher about all these factors like you know what's the when you if if a load is uh intermittent and jerky use a factor of you know 1.7 or if the load is smooth use a smaller factor we wanted the car to work <laughs> so obviously we wanted it not to break down due to any stupid under estimation of loads <laughs> which is why we went we took all, all the factors as safe as we thought we should take it at that time we had no uh reference as i said prior reference we did speak to a couple of people we tried to get as much information as we could but then in the end you know to the best of our abilities we used the information at our hand and things like you know the 40 mm axle like that's what we got based on our loading conditions and all um at that point we knew that you don't need a 40 mm axle to power a coca but uh that was not enough for me at that point of time um i just we just were like okay see this is how it works out we can justify or explain ourselves uh, ourselves for choosing this if it's wrong tell us why it's wrong otherwise to the best of our knowledge this is how it worked out for us so those are some main points of our design was like heavily over designed um that's like a highlight of our first design but that over design yeah. did help you in something else as well uh it, it, i mean um it did help us in some way as in we learned how not to over design it later in the future like why you shouldn't go overboard and it made us rethink the whole second design and, and like readdress those points so in that case yeah it definitely was a learning yes and yeah so that was about our first car is there anything particular that you want addressed about our first car something that particular that you want to know about oh uh, like why don't we talk about how we start the car up that neatly oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the doorbell switch yeah yeah 
that was a, that was like yeah that was definitely a highlight of our car so we had to figure out again the electrical wiring and stuff was as mechanical engineering students as and as to and as again as freshers we've yeah. not worked on things like this before and we've just had the internet and other books as resources we had to bypass the whole ignition system of that bike uh, mm. that we used as the donor for the car and um, we ended up using a doorbell switch <laughs> to start the it was pretty cool and like you guys should probably include that in your vehicles as well as heritage yeah i mean we tried <laughs> but it kind of looked out of place yeah. so <laughs> but yeah we'll actually that's a uh, well, you should still should have try. like an alternate option somewhere yeah an alternate yeah, option but yeah we did yeah. do our own uh, jugaad kind of ways to get some things work like we have our own safety switches which are like ignition uh-huh. wires cut out of it and then we just join it for it to work again so yeah did we did learn a lot of nice electrical tricks from you guys so coming to uh, the whole takeaways like you which you already spoke about but as a team there's something that you really learned that's what took you towards the next few other team the second and the third team that way we came in okay so team wise and i guess this would be critical to anybody who's planning on starting a team and wanting it to continue if that is something you value the continued existence of that team if this is not just a one shot team that you know you're just putting together just for one competition and you know and that's it Uh, then probably this is not such an important factor you might have friends for your first team that will work out well if you wanted to continue you have to really make sure you recruit freshers early so that you get the best cuz mm. there are only a couple of people or maybe a handful of people among the freshers that are joining your college who will be really motivated and interested mm. and you're going to lose them if there are multiple teams in your college if there are several teams vying for their attention you've got to make you've got to pitch yourselves and uh, attract that talent so you have to any, keep the fresh talent exactly exactly you have to get fresh talent and the second thing is make sure you don't overload seniors because as seniors move into higher years third and fourth year they get a lot of uh, changes in priorities and you know it's understandable you know people will you you're, you're in the third year you're in the fourth year placements start coming up um i've i've known a lot of people whose interests have shifted during throughout the course of engineering again you know people are always on uh an ever growing path you know you don't just know your purpose like that especially when it comes to engineering i know a lot of people who have come here who not who don't really want engineering and who are not really sure about it and later on they eventually find out and and so good for them so in that sense i would say don't put all your eggs in one basket and load the same group of people that you started the team with as they move into third and fourth year keep getting fresh people because they are the ones who will keep your team forward make sure you recruit early make sure you pitch your team early and that you can attract talent and make sure as 
a senior if you are leading the team make sure you are willing to let go of the ropes to freshers <laughs> it might be a little difficult to do that but yes. if you want the team if you want the young team to continue you have to learn to let go and it's quite difficult especially when you are part of the team that started it mm. you may want some things to be a certain way forever maybe but <laughs> you can't just have it like that you have to let go at some point of time mm. and for that i would say give some freedom to the freshers let them take over they have to really feel that they own it like the team is theirs they shouldn't feel like they are joining a team doing work for your team and then you know exiting the team at some point mm. maybe in their senior years they should come in and they should feel that accountability that you know okay this is my team okay this is my car okay i have to recruit the new juniors i have to make them feel the same way and you have to get that ownership into them so i would say let go of the reins so these are the things that team wise that i've learned it's a mistake that we did with the second team because we recruited too late and so some of the people in the team were not as motivated and as driven you get a lot of people who just say they are interested but they're not willing to put in the hours of effort required to build anything go kart and much more in fsa kart hmm so so for those who don't know the first and second team were go karts and the third team is was what happened in 2017 and that's where our batch got recruited and that's what we finally i was so happy with your uh, the students that we got in your batch because as i said the second team was not so great when the third freshers uh third batch of freshers came around i was like you know we have to make a banging video <laughs> we have to make uh great content we have to pitch ourselves properly and do it as early as possible i remember like booking the auditoriums and all way ahead mm. just so that we could you know we could just put ourselves forward say you know what okay guys listen you guys are fresh into college consider us mm. we've done xyz we we would really like you to be in our team and i also made sure that we did not have any particular goals at the time i remember you asking me whether we were going for fsa yes and at that at that point of time i knew i couldn't commit with the third and fourth years that were already there with us because mm. i knew if it was the that commitment was not enough because with that commitment i knew it wouldn't happen so i did not want to commit to an fsa car at that point of time mm. however i i was i also knew if the freshers i'm talking to at that point of time if they're keen on doing it if they put their heads together they can so at the same time i don't want to say no we're not doing it mm. so what i said at that point is see we will support you if you if you want if that's what you want to do we will support you and we will pass down whatever we know and we will cheer you from the sidelines mm. but i have to know that you guys really want to do that and you, the the again as i said your bash the bash that we got with you guys is awesome well i can vouch for the good marketing you guys did with the video it was a really good 2 minute banger video that you made i remember that and then i was like okay these guys made two cars that's a lot like <laughs> it was too good it impressed me and yeah i'm glad you thought well that way yeah so i guess uh, again it, it, it's a two way street <laughs> you need input from both sides 
but yeah again it's important to get the right people in and as i said get they get them in early mm. get the people who are interested that's it well i guess you should be lucky that i experimented with astra racing instead of the others but then how hard was it to let go of the rain and be like okay go ahead pranay go do your car when i think what was so months after recruitment that you gave me the the mandel to continue yeah so um i guess circumstances may also dictate the degree to which someone would be comfortable in letting go of the reins since it was you and since i knew you were as interested as you were and i saw you uh, taking initiative to encourage other people to uh, you know vouch for fsa tell the team no you you know what we can do this it's it's possible um because i saw that i felt comfortable in saying yeah you know what okay uh, you're probably a good choice to uh, lead the new team honored i don't know if some yeah, i don't know if somebody else would have the same experience like perhaps there's someone else out there who's a third year fourth year looking for a fresher and he doesn't have that sort of fresher with him it might be more difficult for him to let go of the reins and probably it might work out better for him if he stayed mm. um so i really don't know how that this thinking of my would scale to other people's situations i know it worked out for us yes <laughs> but i guess that's all i can say uh, again if you find someone as motivated as you think they should be for the job then definitely mm. hand the reins over I, i don't think you would be worried then to hand the yeah. reins over if you know it's going into good hands why would you be worried well now me being like fourth year i am at that stage where i have to start because you know who is the next person yes exactly <laughs> yeah i totally understand what you're trying to say and then all your uh in my opinion what happened with your team seeing the whole team process of a first year second car uh just second version of the car how the team managed i realize we need a lot of um in terms of sheer number of people because we're building a bigger car a lot of it's a bigger budget bigger uh competition altogether uh, we're participating with top tier engineering colleges i knew were you guys did a good thing to actually pick in a lot of people because what experience you had for the two years that people will drop out eventually when they lose start losing interest that was good so i had a lot of uh, talent to work with in the first place even if i lost let's say 30% by the end of training sessions and uh, getting what we like getting our things together i still had enough uh, personnel in a way to keep this project going and if i think about it now if i lost maybe another 20% i would have been in the critical situation to not even finish my first project so it was at that point so in a way so to my listeners this is what i need to tell these guys gave me my first team it was in me who chose and stuff but yeah that gave me a very good starting position to go on along with the name of veloster racing that we have a two year history uh for sponsorship or for anything else that we need for our team to work that was what we needed So more on that on the future episodes we're going to definitely talk in detail about team building um ch- choosing how what kind of kind of a competition or uh, in general what are we aiming for those will be in the next set of episodes and coming to Steven thank you so much for joining this uh, episode of my podcast 
uh, there are a lot of information that I didn't actually know before. So I was actually like very curious on listening while you're talking. So nice, nice, and nice. Thank you so much for giving us such nice insights of Veloster Racing. Thank you for having me, Pradeen. It was very fun. Yeah, I like talking so, about it. Well, you're my first uh, yeah. guest on the podcast, so cheers to that. Yeah, I'm honored. Thank I just have water with me. It's going to me. Yep. So you guys can follow uh, Stephen on instagram at aristrottle that a-r-a-a-r-i-s dot throttle and thank I you for listening get the reference it's yeah. a merging of my interest in philosophy and cars oh <laughs> yeah oh damn yeah <laughs> dude I... aristotle aristotle <laughs> damn this is good <laughs> Okay, so thank you for listening to the episode of Racing Journey. If you like this podcast, please leave a like and a good rating on your streaming platform. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to the channel and share it with all your friends in the FSA community and anybody who's trying to aspire to be a part of the FSA world. You can follow me on Instagram at headhoonigan, the podcast at Racing Journey Podcast to know when a new episode is released. Stay safe, be kind. <laughs>